1: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
2: The Michael Reed Show podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at lmfm.ie
1: some people will be able to visit nursing homes uh, today and it'll be the first time uh, that some residents will uh, have seen a familiar face in a number of months Uh, let's talk uh, about what's happening Ty Daly, Chief Executive Officer of Nursing Homes Ireland is on the line, good morning to you Ty Daly uh, one visit uh, to each resident uh, a week uh, and for less than 30 minutes uh, and uh, that visit can be shared out between two named members of uh, the family, I think that's basically. Basically, isn't and if uh, the home feels it's safe to go ahead,
3: yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is a very welcome development in many respects. But I suppose, we've got to say as well. We've got to be very vigilant uh, as we as we navigate our way through what is uncharted territory again. Um, so, yeah, the I think the wording from Neffert was was interesting. It said about a phased approach to the reintroduction of, of visits. So, yeah, you're, you're right. I mean, from today, uh, nursery homes that are free of COVID uh, can now. Uh, facilitate visits, but it has to be booked. Obviously, uh, it has to be, as you say yourself, a named individual, uh, and it's it's set out for a maximum time. And also, you know, your listeners will. It's important to note that they will be asked, obviously, to fill out a questionnaire mm. either in advance if they're booking in advance, uh, or indeed when they arrive, because we need to ensure the safety of residents and staff in in the setting. And the last thing any of us need now is to uh, either put any of those at risk or, God forbid, reintroduce COVID into a facility that has already been COVID-free.
1: And you are being asked not to bring food or drinks with you uh, and not to use the toilet when you're there.
3: Yeah, I mean, these are Mm. public health guidance. um, Mm. And ultimately, this is the resident's home. Um, And uh, while there is infection control and while there will be a cleaning schedule, you know, pre and post, uh, what, we're, what we're going on now uh, very much is, is on the basis of uh, the, the public health advices, uh, and they've set it out. Uh, this is an initial phase. I mean, we're now 15 to June. Uh, you know, I'd be hoping that in the next couple of weeks or indeed definitely the next couple of months that we might get back to, uh, uh, you know, a more, I suppose, lenient, for want of a better word, or, yeah. or a more facilitative approach in time. But we've got to take things very, very softly. Uh, particularly in the early stage, uh, given the challenge that we all face in terms of, as I say, ensuring the safety and welfare of, of everybody.
1: Uh, and where uh, would people expect uh, to visit uh, their loved ones? Uh, I mean, I suppose anybody who visits uh, a relative in a nursing home usually would see them in, in the living room or if they're not well, perhaps in their own room. But will that be the case or will they be in special visiting rooms?
3: Yeah, well, again, I think it will vary quite, quite across the system. Uh, what the guidance is saying is that it should be in the, in the resident's own room. And I suppose in the private sector, we're in the, the fortunate position of the vast majority would be in you know single en suite. Uh, but clearly as well, there may be in some facilities the opportunity to do so uh, in a room that's provided for, uh, but not in general areas. And what we're trying to do again is obviously avoid, maintain social distancing uh, and avoid large numbers of people. And that's why the booking is so important, because what we would have to do is obviously schedule it over a period of time to ensure there isn't large numbers coming in at any, any given time, uh, putting people at risk. So this is very much week mm. one. Uh, yeah. You know, some people will still not permit visits into the home, mm. I'm hearing. And that's fair enough, because I think it's important that the local uh, uh, staff and management would take that decision and make that decision in the best interest.
1: And that may be because there's COVID in the home. It may be Correct. because they're waiting for results from tests. And it may be just because they don't feel confident enough.
3: Yeah, or they they may not have the, you know, all of the uh, facilities in place to do that at this particular time. So, as I say, it is a phased reintroduction. So, it's going to take some time. I mean, unfortunately, you know, it has been very challenging for residents, obviously, Mm. as you and I have spoken about before, but we do need to be very, very cautious. Um, And um, none of us are more aware of the impact it has on residents than, than the staff and the owners and nursing homes themselves, uh, but, but doing something just for the sake of it. Um, you know, we're not going back to mm. the old days, unfortunately, but hopefully sooner rather than later, we will be in a position, if we take the appropriate steps now, uh, if we move, as I say, very cautiously, um, hopefully we'll be in a much better position in the weeks and months ahead. Similarly, you know, many mm. members I'm hearing are telling me across the country, you know, with the good weather, that they might be doing something outside. Yeah. Uh, some mm. members are putting up marquees, uh, you know, and ensuring that no visitor comes into the home and that the resident doesn't leave the home. So we've got to be creative. We've got to be uh, in- use our own mm. uh, ingenuity, I suppose, if you like, uh, to ensure that we develop a system of visiting that works best in that particular setting.
1: Well I, I'm sure a lot of people would be happy to be doing anything other than the FaceTiming or whatever, uh, as valuable as that has been, uh, yeah. because uh, they haven't been able to uh, be in the same room or in the same garden as somebody else. Uh, but what about the likes of face masks or perspex uh, in between uh, visitors and residents?
3: Yeah, and that would be evident in many places, I would imagine. Um, but clearly, we, we would be saying that people should, wa- should wear, at a minimum, face coverings as well. Absolutely. And clearly, if people have symptoms, you know, people who have to undergo a temperature check before they're permitted, you know, they have to observe, obviously, good hand hygiene. You know, even the guidelines, for example, say that if you're signing in, that you bring your own viral you'll bring your own pen. Mm-hmm. And so we are taking very, very given the nature of the virus and the impact it has had right across society but particularly in terms of older people we've got to take every every precaution and I'm sure the vast majority of religious would accept that would appreciate that and would work with the nursing home to ensure that it is done safely and in the best interest of, of the safety of, of the resident ultimately
1: and generally speaking uh, what do you understand to be happening this week Ty is it that the homes are, are calling relatives and saying would you like uh, to make a, a, an appointment to come and visit uh, whoever it is that you have here with us
3: Yeah, I mean, the communication has been critical, obviously, all the way through. It has been challenging, as you and I know. Um, So families will be in constant communication with with the nursing home. So all of last week, that's why it was announced on Friday the 5th, and it gave people a week or 10 days to be able to, I suppose, put systems into place. So in some cases, yes, the nursing home will be ringing out. We've also, as an organisation, developed working with members uh, an online booking system uh, so that people can make it easy for people. So, you know, it will be, as I said, developing over the, over the, mm-hmm. over the period of the week. I mean, some members will be, or some relatives rather, would be happy maybe not to come in at this particular time. Mm-hmm. And we have to respect that as well. Um, but clearly, there are others who are very, very anxious and very, very keen to get to, to get back in to visit their family member. And uh, I can assure you that nursing homes will be doing everything and anything as they have been over the last number of months to to um, reconnect uh, their 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 residents with with family.
1: Yeah, I've no doubt that's the case. Uh, but how much of a burden will this be on them? Uh, because uh, it, it's uh, another. Uh, piece of work added uh, to an already stressful situation as a result of what's been happening.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And that's a, that's a very valid point. Uh, so I know in some homes that they've been taking on extra staff, for example, because mm. if you were facilitating, you know, 30 or 40 people in any given day or over a period of a week, you know, there's a, there's a logistical challenge. And there's also an impact that when people come to the home that they're met, um, that they're, mm. you know, filled in. Uh, appropriately on the on the visitor guidelines. In some cases, it may mean PPE. Mm. In some cases, it may mean, as you say, face uh, face coverings. Right. So it, it is a it is a significant burden. But by the same token, yeah. you know this is the resident's own home. Uh, nursing homes pride themselves on being you know, plugged into the community mm-hmm. and they will, I can assure you, and the staff will work very hard with everybody to ensure that this goes off smoothly I'm sure, um, yeah. and that, uh, as I say, we can get back to some sense of, mm-hmm. of normality within the nursing home sector, uh, and despite, d- despite a its a significant challenges.
1: Additional cleaning and uh, sanitisation afterwards uh, after visits and that sort of thing uh, but children under 16 not uh, allowed to visit, uh, what's uh, the logic of that?
3: Uh, Again, when we announced the visitor restrictions in the early days, uh, there was a number of qualifications, as you'll recall. One was no large groups and the other was children. I suppose the issue from a public health point of view is not that necessarily children are vectors of the disease, but again, I suppose if you have young children, uh, you know, roaming around the the building, sometimes they don't understand, uh, I suppose, the the, the need to to sit quietly, as it were, as um, I'm sure all of us don't uh, from time to time. So that's that's the main rationale behind it. But again, these will be reviewed from time to time. Mm. They are very much based on public health advices. And, uh, you know, as we progress, through through the lifting of restrictions in the community generally. I mean, I have some people telling me that, you know, pubs are closed, hotels are closed, and Mm -hmm. yet we're visiting nursing homes. So Mm -hmm. I think we've got to be very, very careful here and, and do it right. Uh, for, somebody yeah, us, Ikes, for somebody
1: listening to us, just before we finish up, Tykes, for somebody listening to us today who uh, is hoping to see a loved one that they haven't seen for the last couple of months, if they're a little bit concerned uh, about going in uh, and mm. how the resident might react, you know, with somebody with dementia and confusion and that sort of thing, yeah. uh, they could be uh, very thrown by seeing somebody they know with a face mask on. Is there anything that you'd say to them about that? Because undoubtedly your members have been living with this and some of uh, those protective measures over the last couple of months anyway, and you have yeah. that experience.
3: Absolutely. And uh, I mean, we have been uh, saw some research recently from the Dementia services Information Design Centre. So it is important that, you know, residents are, uh, every resident is different. Every resident will react differently. So what we've got to do is, is deal with each individual case on its own merits, based on the resident and based on the family. Uh, and the staff will know that, you know, sometimes the person can become apprehensive, for example, if a family member is coming. Uh, so what we've got to do is, is work closely with families with the staff, but more particularly with the resident himself or herself, and and watch those signals and the signals that are coming back from the resident. And it may be a case of where you have to maybe end the visit early unfortunately, mm-hmm. and that can be upsetting for everybody, but clearly, the, you know, the, the staff will know the residents very, very well and will know what's appropriate and what's not appropriate and no more than the family members themselves and know what's appropriate and yeah. not appropriate at this point in time. So it, it okay. will be challenging, but mm-hmm. it will be very emotional for people as well. Of course. Uh, but yeah. it is the right it is yeah. the right thing to yeah. do at this particular time, yeah. you know, based on all of the the, the, the circumstances.
1: Okay, well, it's a, a great step in the right direction. Thank you indeed for joining us as always. Ty Daly, Thank Chief Executive Officer of Nursing Homes Ireland Briggs, our programme to its conclusion today. God willing, we'll see you for our next Program tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. right here on LMFM. Good morning. Bye
2: bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with stamps.com.